0: doo <laughs> Lovely people in Internet Land. Wait, is that did I get that right? Um, well, I mean in rehearsal you say hello, all you lovely scum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably more accurate. Hello, you filthy scumbags, and welcome to episode 107 of Game Life Balance Australia! I'm your charming host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by the original inspiration for the Hamburglar, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura.
1: Look, it involved uh, wearing a stripy suit and a gun. <laughs> it wasn't so fun. It wasn't so like <laughs> Look, quaint and ch- charming when you did. Not that. the first time around. No, there no. were several casualties. <laughs>
0: Mam cheese took one in the brain. That's why you don't see him around anymore.
1: My catchphrase is basically give me the fucking burgers or I'll bury you in the rubble rubble.
0: Oh man. He's like he's like every kid's favourite criminal. <laughs> Cause Ruby is like weirdly aware of the
1: hamburger. Like has, she's she how knows How has the hamburger been relevant? Like I, don't know. I haven't I don't think I've seen the hamburger in anything like on television. Or any other media other than documentaries. It's, it's a good point. I don't, so, here's the thing. I think the reason she knows
0: about the Hamburglar mm-hmm. is because we occasionally buy her the McDonald's cookies when we go to the, the McDonald's. You know, because it's like it's a low cost thing you can buy a child mm. um, when they're like annoying you. But you don't want to get them like, you know, an actual burger or an ice cream or something like that. Yeah. So, every now and I give her the cookies. And they come in, like, a, a bag now. They, they used to come in a box. I remember like the box, bag. yeah. The
1: box had, like, a little, like, the
0: golden arches yeah, on top of the the box was handle. better. I actually feel disappointed they moved away from the box, to be honest. But that's mm. beside the point. So, the, the packet has a picture of the hamburger on it. Mm. And I remember explaining... I think that's how she knows, because I explained, Oh, she's like, Who's that? And I'm like, Oh, that's the hamburger. And then she doesn't know who Ronald McDonald is as well, because this whole, the whole, like, extended universe of McDonald's has kind of been shelved, I think, like... So when she's eating her cookies, this only happened like a week ago, I took her. And she was like pulling out the cookies and going, who, who's this? Who's that? you know? And I'm like, Oh, that's Birdie or like, Oh, that's that's the uh, Mayor McCheese, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then some of them I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> the corrupt Mayor McCheese? That <laughs> looks like a there was like a fish and I'm like, What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, is that the Philip? <laughs> is that Filippo Fish or something? O. Fish. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> if it's not if if the fish guy's name is not Philip O. Fish <laughs> whoever named him? not Filippo fish deserves to be fired
0: uh, seriously i should work for mcdonald's and i should bring back their um, their extended universe in like a really up uh, like on the nose way like
1: i'm i'm ha- look i'm happy to bring back the inspiration as the hamburger <laughs> <laughs> only this time i'll make it an inside job That's just you robbing the <laughs> gold creek mcdonald's again <laughs> 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 with a large black stylish hat
0: <laughs> it really is the outfit that makes it isn't it because like Without the hat, he's just an escaped convict. <laughs> he's just a he's just a guy on. He just got out of the Goulburn jail and he's on the lam.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> look, he's black and white. That's a convict outfit, right? Like,
1: yeah, no, that is yeah. that is that. I mean, he has a cape as well. I think, yeah. which you know, like he's half he's he's half between Zorro. I'm hardened criminal.
0: See, that just makes me think he's like a recalcitrant. Like he got out of jail and the first thing he did that fucking recalcitrant was go straight and rob <laughs> steal more hamburgers.
1: <laughs> he just can't Macdonald. help himself. So in, in those McDonald Land advertisements we saw back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. You never saw any money, did you? No. So that means that basically hamburgers are currency?
0: Yeah. In the McDonald land. Yeah. So, I think the, it's a place. Yeah,
1: so basically, if they trotted this bloke out like with short sleeves and he had tats all over his arm without like a without like a hat and oh my and, uh, God. <laughs> and he was like robbing hamburgers off you, <laughs>
0: I now want. Do you know how someone? People like well, I say say someone, but probably lots of people have now done. Like realistic pictures of like the Simpsons, and it's really disturbing looking. You know, yeah, I want yeah. to see like, like fucking dodgy hamburger, like real life hamburger with like a face
1: tattoo and like fucking like just methed out looking like. <laughs> yeah, he's the kind of guy I, I want him to look like the kind of guy that you'd look at and you go, that guy does not pay taxes. <laughs>
0: just He's like a wife beater. I just imagine him wearing like a wife beater. Like he's got the pants. Like it's he's got like the stripy a white pants, singlet, yeah. but then it's like a white singlet. Big just... sleeve tattoos. You know, like a little teardrop thing under his eye because he's murdered people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just kill people in jail.
1: <laughs> well, you say well, you haven't seen Ronald McDonald in a while. Oh, well, that's you? right.
0: I just think it's a really weird thing to like. For look, it's probably fine and good, but it is odd to me
1: yeah.
0: that my child goes to McDonald's and doesn't know who. I was like he was like who's the clown and i'm like that's ronald mcdonald she's like ronald mcdonald and i'm like yeah <laughs> like that's it's the whole thing <laughs> he created mcdonald's i think <laughs>
1: <laughs> just a realistic version of ronald mcdonald I, I don't, oh man i don't want to see that just, just a, a 1950s like guy in a fedora going up to people and go buy my fucking burgers, bitch. Thinking of like, was it it or whatever? Like the Stephen King <laughs> or Freddy Krueger, <laughs>
0: that horrible clown. <laughs>
1: okay, so oh, at least God. we've got a um, a title for this episode, if nothing else. The the um, the McDonald's extended universe. Yeah, I think so. I think
0: they should bring that back because was just it's just a funny thing that the only time you can encounter these characters is if you buy the the cookies and they have a weird conversation with your child about like, you know long gone character like for this stupid corporation yeah <laughs> but i don't even really have much fondness of because i remember like going to mcdonald's and giving getting given coloring books and shit like that and mm. i was like this is dumb and i was still like fill them out because i was an idiot kid but i was <laughs> nothing like, else to do but i was like this is not good this is not like of the caliber of you know asterix or something <laughs> you know so high quality content like that you know <laughs> this isn't uh, i don't know i can't think of anything else i liked back then
1: no um, no that's true I mean, uh, we did live in 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 Canberra, so there, was the it was it was,
0: there wasn't much for no. kids to do. It was
1: throw rocks at cars or read asterisks. <laughs> a lot of dented cars around <laughs> our neighbourhood. Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh man! Oh
0: god! Okay, so <laughs> back on track. Sorry, I, I really derailed this early. I'm sorry. No, no,
1: no, no. It's it's all good. I was gonna, I was going to tell you two Ronald McDonald facts.
0: Okay, sure.
1: No, number one, the original Ronald McDonald mm. was a guy who used to like. He he was a clown of sorts, but it was like a, a, a like an early sixties kind of like faux TV kind mm. of clown. So he used to wear like um like, oh, like a like a shake cup over his nose and like right. weird things over his eyes and stuff like that. I'll right. I'll look it up for you quickly. Gonna, for you. I wanna see Some like original You
0: know how like the Simpsons were a bit like iffy before they kind of settled yeah. the animation? It's <laughs> a little bit bodgy. Yeah, okay. Here you go. do you want to describe that to me? Oh, God. <laughs> that is so different, though. That is so different. So, it's a man. It's... A, he looks a bit like one of the Three Stooges. So, he's wearing... He's, it's a man in a stripy sort of suit. He's got white gloves. He's got, like, a napkin around his neck or something. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's all normal. Yeah. Clown makeup, yeah, it's a... But it's, it's a little bit scary looking clown makeup. Like, so he's got really intense eyebrows, but he's got his actual eyebrows, like underneath them. So there's like painted on eyebrows and underneath them, the real eyebrows. And then instead of a red nose, he's got what appears to be like a small size Coke cup over his (sighs) nose. And he's got like, yeah, like the kind of hair that like one of the three Stooges would have, like this flat bad wig.
1: So, so he, um, you mentioned that he's wearing a stripy suit there, Robbie. Now, what does the hamburger wear? Oh, oh, my God. Are they both jailbirds? No, no. I, I, they're the exact same jailbird. I reckon after Ronald McDonald replaced the original Ronald McDonald, uh, he did time. Uh, and he came out to, to, to dethrone oh the new Ronald God. McDonald. It, this conspiracy goes all the way to the top.
0: Love that hamburger is actually the original Ronald McDonald, and that's why he's full of hatred for the hamburgers.
1: That's why That's why that's why he's stealing and always causing trouble.
0: Yeah. Because he's like, You stole my gig, rubble rubble. <laughs>
1: um so oh, the yeah. other the other McDonald's fact is that in Japan
0: <laughs> So that's the real Ronald McDonald. So the the guy the, re- the, <laughs> the real hamburger now his real name is like Chip Wheatley or something. <laughs> He's not actually, a, he's not even a clown, you he's know, just an actor.
1: You know why you haven't heard of a Hamburglar lately? Ronald just took him out the back with a fucking, like, revolver to the back of the head and said, Your time is over, old man.
0: <laughs> the time of Hamburglar has passed. Now, he, now a new age dawns and he blows his fucking head
1: off. <laughs> but, but you know what he does? He, he takes the cap off, like the, the big hat, puts it on his head, and, and just heads straight into the McDonald's board. Oh, man. Just and just goes, I'm that. taking over bitches. Uh. <laughs> so, in in Japan, Ronald McDonald is actually called Donald McDonald. <laughs> Donald McDonald. That's so
0: good. Why is that? That just delights me. Like, it's just so low effort. Yeah. Like, they just took something that wasn't that great already. Yeah. And then they were like, what if we just
1: simplified that. I mean, yeah, basically. People don't know what Ronald is. They don't no, understand he, that. Yeah, like Donald. Donald McDonald, that's like... You know, it's like, oh, Disney's popular every year. People have heard, have heard of Donald Duck. Maybe they'll associate our, our clown with... You know, the, the duck that doesn't wear pants.
0: But Ronald Reagan. Maybe that's why they changed it. Like, we don't want him to associate with Ronald Reagan. Because people in Japan irrationally hate Ronald Reagan. possible. Like, I hate him too, but, like, they irrationally hate him. They hate his haircut and stuff like that. You know, they don't actually hate him for the good reason. They're just like...
1: Doo, Ronald! Well, maybe maybe Nancy never uh, visited them, if you
0: know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> for, for those listening at home, Andrew... Ace Yoshimura just did a blowjob maneuver with his head. Like a blowjob gesture? I'm not sure if I can describe that
1: properly, but. Look, Nancy Reagan had a reputation. Did she? She was the queen of blowjobs in Hollywood. Is that right? That I had right. no idea. Mm-hmm.
0: I know that they were like a sort of a Hollywood couple going way back.
1: I, I mean, but you know what I'm going to say? Fucking respect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, suddenly.
1: <laughs> I have more respect for her now than I did before. Don't suck on a joint. Suck on a dick. I'm. <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> do cock. <laughs> Why
0: does that seem like um, hypocrisy to me? I don't know why. Because they're very different things. Like sucking, <laughs> sucking yeah. someone off yeah. is very different to to doing drugs. But to me, I'm like, what a hypocrite! <laughs> she she won't do heroin, but she'll have, but she'll suck a penis. <laughs> oh, God. Hypocrisy.
1: Okay. All right. This is DRL long enough. Today. <laughs> okay. Today, despite despite the early. Machinations of... We, we are not going to be talking about McKids or McDon- Land or any no. McDonald's products whatsoever. Yeah. We are going to be talking about something even more nerdy. Mm-hmm. Which is a Dungeons & Dragons game called Shadow Over Mistara.
0: Ooh...
1: Alright, so yes, we're talking about a Dungeons and Dragons game With the Dungeons and the Dragons and the Dungeon Master And I'm assuming there's some sort of Dragon Master out there Who's been unforementioned thus far mm-hmm. And why don't you give me the skinny, you giant fucking nerd Hey, that's hey, that's the pot calling the kettle a nerd <laughs> if, ever I, if ever I heard it Oi, oh, don't, I don't roll dice with pens and paper, alright So, you know, I think i got the upper hand on this one
0: <laughs> Looks around the room at all the Doctor Who and... <laughs> Looking back to the future memorabilia. <laughs> sure, I'm the nerd. <laughs> uh, yes, Dungeons and Dragons. This is so Shadow Over Mistara mm-hmm. is a, a beat 'em up game. Mm-hmm. So not your typical Dungeons and Dragons. No, that's game. that's why it's better than the other ones.
1: Uh, better.
0: Questionable, but yes, probably you're probably right. <laughs> and it's a sequel to the other Dungeons and Dragons beat 'em up game, uh, Tower of Doom. Tower of Doom. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they're both made by Capcom, so you know they're good. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I'm joking, but they did a they, they did a good job with these games. Um, um, they're quality beat 'em ups in that sort of '90s beat 'em up genre. Mm. Um, but they do so they do a few things differently. Well, so we're going to focus on Shadow of Mistara, So we will talk only about that game. But just know that there is some similarity with the earlier game
1: too. It is it is a direct sequel, and they actually. Yeah. They do reference the original game in mm. this. Like, mm. it, it's meant to take place two years after the original game, mm. and they actually talk about some of the treasure that they nicked at the uh, at the end of that one. Yeah, like a, I mean, what, warp crystal. You're basically just
0: grave robbers when you. That's what Dungeons and Dragons is. They should call it grave robbery. The game. <laughs> grave robbery. The game. <laughs> it's basically what you're doing. Um, you're murdering people and taking their money, and then you're like, "Oh, I'll buy a nice sword with that," and everyone's like, "You're a hero," and you're like, "Sure, I am." <laughs> just killed people for anyway <laughs> it's fine don't worry about it yeah yeah don't think don't think too deeply about it um so it's set in Mystara which i looked up and realized was um, not the original Dungeons and Dragons world setting but like one of the earlier ones it was the setting that they created for the basic D&D and then the expert and like that sort of like so D&D kind of branched in the late 80s and 90s into like two different there was like AD&D Advanced Dungeons and Dragons yeah. which was like the grown-ups one and then there was like basic D&D and, and then it went on from there to expert and had these different sets that kind of expanded out. And that was kind of meant to be like the more entry level or like more for younger players. And Mistara was the setting for that sort of younger players or like that kind of basic d That was the one that I played when I was like nerding out in my, in my childhood.
1: I remember that, um, yes. I
0: had the orange box, basic d or was it red box? Red or orange, anyway, I had that one. And yeah, so it's kinda of cool this game is set in that setting. Of course I don't remember any of it, so I'm not like, oh, it's the famous sorceress. So I didn't you know. none of it rang none of it rang any bells for me, but it was kinda of cool to realise that it was set in that in that setting. That's why it's called Shadow Over Mistara, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Um how's it work? So you basically it's like a lot of beat 'em ups, you can pick your character at the start of the game, but there's got a Pretty wide selection of characters compared to most em Ups. Like you got about six yeah, you, you, or so characters got to pick from, right?
1: The thief, the cook, the wife, and his lover. Yeah. No, sorry, that's a that's a Peter Greenaway film. Yeah, um,
0: it was the, the the baker, the candlestick maker. The, <laughs> um, uh,
1: no, this is uh, you've, you've got the thief, the sexy thief, the sexy elf, mm-hmm. the sexy uh, dwarf. Dwarf. The buff warrior. The sexy... I mean, for all we know, that that dwarf could have been a female. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing most D and D dwarves have beards.
0: Yeah, they, they, the law about whether female dwarves have beards or not changes over time. I think I, I'm not sure whether at this time that was like canon that they do.
1: Okay, but, I, I was uh, just like guessing. Yeah, but I, yeah, I guess I
0: can't, can't remember whether sense. Tolkien's dwarves have beards or not. That's all Tolkien's... Everything goes back to Tolkien. Like, blame yeah. Tolkien for all this, really. Um, but, yes, you can be a dwarf, an elf, a fighter, a wizard, um, the thief, the elf.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which is kind of... That, and that kind of reminds me yeah. of basic d as well, because in basic, um, elves and dwarves weren't races that you could play as. They were like a class. So you could be a fighter or a dwarf or an elf. Like, you couldn't be an elf fighter or an elf wizard, if that makes sense. They, was yeah. just, they would just... you pick pick one. Um, and... You go from there and it's, you know, it's got some, it's basically a standard beat-em-up, but with this, some D&D tropes and things going on in it. You so, know. Uh, a
1: lot of the enemies are, uh, they all have their health bar, mm. a la Final, uh, Final Fight.
0: Yeah, and they got their name, usually it's a like Cobbled or Goblin. or, or um, Yeah, and you
1: know. they're all based off D&D property. So, look, Capcom really did their homework here. And this one, more so than the first one, seemed a bit more JRPG-ish in their storyline. There wasn't a lot of storyline. No. Um, but there were quite a few more text boxes than a normal beat-em-up. Mm. Uh, however, they had a sort of... Um, like, the d ness I suppose, comes from the names of the creatures. Yeah. And the look of the creatures. The look of it. Yeah. And uh, they're,
0: all, they're all out of the Monster Manual. They're yeah. all, like, proper d d baddies, which is fun. Hmm. So you've got your like you know your owl bears and your
1: yeah owl bears was the one that I I questioned <laughs> straight off the bat like, You're like goblin... what the fuck is an owl bear and, and you know what fair <laughs> you said it was an owl a cross between an owl and a bear yeah. which look if you can accept that that's fine I questioned it in the fact that if if it's an owl bear they must have normal bears and normal owls in yeah. like the D and D fantasy world yeah
0: I think they do yeah yeah and then they, they must do. have
1: like called this an owl bear yeah so
0: it's it's a, it's it's imagine the physical strength and size of a bear. With the ruthless and, and cruel mind of an owl <laughs> All
1: I'm thinking is Some strange wizard About 500 years ago Got a bear in an owl and said now kith Yeah that's right
0: It's basically <laughs> Professor Farnsworth
1: Jamming them together
0: And then making them breed And yeah um, You yeah, don't think too much about owlbears <laughs> Do they lay eggs? Who knows? Are they monotremes? Like an echidna That's a, you,
1: that's a good question actually yeah, Are they monotremes?
0: I want to know yeah. Right into Gary Gygax He's dead You can't write to anymore <laughs>
1: He might still you can answer. summon him
0: from the grave. He'd like that. He's into that sort of thing.
1: He probably really would be. He, he, well, he was he, a
0: Satanist, right? Am I right, folks?
1: Right? I mean, like- what if you're trying to summon Satan? You get Gary Gygak, and he just, he's just kind of looking at this, mm. like, kind of older gentleman, perhaps mm. a little bit physically dumpy, and he just sits down in this circle of evil and just gets out two dice. <laughs> That's when you know you're fucked, boys.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I'm sure it's like one of the one of the... Hundred and eight kings of of hell is Gary Gaiax, you know, just right after Beelzebub, before um, I don't know Yaldaboth or something. Anyway, um, yeah. So, oh, the other thing that makes the game very D and D ish is mm-hmm. that you've got like um, like a menu. So, so you've got you know attack and jump are like two buttons. Yep. Uh, and then you've got this other button that cycles through like a radial.
1: Yeah. Menu, so and you, you you've got like, like a, a weapons diet yeah.
0: you got like a backpack full of crap And you can pick mm. like Oh do I want to use silver daggers Or a hammer Or a flask of oil Like classic D&D shit Like a flask it, of oil You can
1: actually only hold six items at a time yeah. So there are, your slots are limited in number I'm pretty sure the num- the maximum number of things You can kind of put in there is mm. maximum as well Yeah. I remember I saved this like egg mm. Until the very end of the game And I thought I'm going to use this against the boss Because I only had it once And it just released like an, a tame owlbear Yeah Great. <laughs> Who was no use whatsoever to a hundred foot giant fucking red dragon. Yeah,
0: spoilers that that dragon boss at the end of the game. Yep fucking hard. Like that's ridiculous. Like there's no way you would make it through this game without spending $100. No, no. Day.
1: This is this is what we call a super session game. Yeah.
0: The only way you would get through this game is by yeah, get, having Sorry. your birthday party at the arcade yeah. and yeah, giving a little
1: wristband where they can just put credits in for you. So, uh, the other interesting thing about this game mm. is that the as I said, the story's a little bit JRPG. It's like they have airships. Yeah. And like yeah. They're, they're, there's just a couple of elements in there. That seemed like Capcom wanted to get in on the Final Fantasy, which is of course Square, mm. and the Dragon Quest, which is of course, um, uh, Enix at yeah. the time. Yeah. And they thought, well, we don't really have like a hit. Uh, well, they pro- they had a few. J- they did have their own JRPGs. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't as successful as those first two. Yeah. Um, so they ended up. Uh, like I reckon I just kind of looked at D&D and went this is an established property we can do something with this yeah. Um, because it's like it has the tropes like you you fight like one of the bad villains early on and he gets you right down to like one like skerrick of health. Yeah. And he goes, "Ah, oh, I'm going to destroy you. And then someone else turns up and he goes, oh, well, I'll let you live this time and you can, you know, yeah. I'll fight you later because that's funny.
0: That is a very JRPG trope, isn't it? Like mm. getting reduced to one hit point and then you're like, oh my God, we're all going to die. Yeah. And then like something happens and yeah. it was just like staged. Yeah. 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 So when I, Yes, I've played at least two games to do that but not this one. Um, that are JRPGs. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, And it has, like, some interesting things. Like, I think the first game has this, too. It has, like, branching paths or, like, a choose-your-own-adventure thing where, like, every now and then it'll present you with a choice. Like, do you want to go to the Swamp of Doom or the Forest of Despair or... (laughs) The lake of having a bad day or
1: <laughs> it's very very princess bride type sort of names. Yeah, <laughs> it's really,
0: it's very on a the beach of despair. Yeah. So, um it has that to it as well. So like very light RPG elements, like the menus, the shops. You can go to shops and, and refill your um you know your silver daggers or whatever
1: the, the, um, the funny thing about the shops is that The, um, the like the, the first shop you go to Has like a, a buxom wench I suppose yeah. you'd say And the next one has like a bikini Clad sort of demon girl Yeah, And then it's like a strong guy and then an orc And then they kind of get progressively ugly Towards yeah, they the end sexy, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know you're getting towards the end of the game Because you're like exiting the human realm Yeah, and, Like going into the demon Yeah, yeah the last the shop was like,
0: literally an orc yeah. just, Like in the last dungeon Who's like hey I I probably shouldn't do this, but do you want to buy some weapons? Capitalism. <laughs> He's just prepared to throw his people under the bus for a, a quick buck. And I respect that. Yeah. Um, the the almighty gold piece, I think you said at the time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It look it's 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 fun. Like the actual beat em up part of the game, like is it's 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 a decent I'd say it's like a solid beat em up,
1: right? Like It is. It, it, yeah. it, it is of the time of so obviously Capcom had its strengths, mm. and um, beat-em-ups, you know, starting with Final Fight, obviously, like, one of their, their top strengths, uh, yeah. and especially in the arcades, and, uh, you know, they got this license, and they, they did it very well. I remember mm. playing at least Tower of Doom in, in the arcades in Australia. Yeah, me
0: too. I remember playing that one, at least. Yeah. I'm not sure if I ever played... This one at the arcade.
1: This one seems more of a contemporary of Alien vs. Predator. Seems like a
0: late era. Yeah. I wonder when it actually came out. I need to find that out now. Mm.
1: Um, so... Um, 96. Yeah, kind of yeah, late. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that is definitely around that time. So the the other thing about this game that's interesting is that it tracks your stats. So, mm. in other words, you you will level up and you will get more hit points, mm. like, and you will have... Um, you know, it, it kind of tracks your name. It asks you to enter your name in there, so yeah. it makes you feel more personable with the character. However, if you continue and you accidentally change your character, then it resets everything yeah. and then you're asked to enter your name again. And
0: that's one drawback, <laughs> I think, because like, and I don't have a great deal of negative notes about this game, but one is that like, there's so many cool characters you can play as, but the game kind of incentivizes you sticking with the one you pick at the start. Like, a lot of these older games where you can cycle through characters, I like to try them out. Like, Golden Axe or... Um, oh, there's a couple of other, like, sword fight ones where um, I'd be like, oh, I want to see what the wizard's like. Or I want to yeah. see what the lady is like. Because, you know, back then it was like, do you want to be the wizard, the fighter, the dwarf, or the lady? Yeah. Because lady is like a whole... That, genre.
1: That's a, that was a genre. Or, or the
0: girl one. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know, you might want to be the girl one and see what that's like. Um but in this game, like you definitely don't want to do that because you lose all your XP. You have to enter your name again. It's like a pain in the butt. So. It kind of
1: is, but I, I also because there's so many branching paths mm. in this, and that's actually quite a long game. It took us quite a while to finish it. Yeah. Um, it is like there is a lot of replay value, but mm. that also makes me think that this game was would have been better off and is better off. As a console release. Mm. And this was released on the Saturn. I have the, the Japanese Saturn version okay. of this game. And Tower of Doom. It was a two-pack. Oh, cool. So it always mystified me that this didn't appear on many other services. And I think you yeah. can buy it again now. Mm, mm It might cycle in and out of rights issues and stuff like that. I'm unsure. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure recently you could buy this game again on Steam or some more GOG or something like that. Some sort of service. Mm. So it's not like dead and buried or anything like that. I think it is available, um, but its replay value—if you pick a character and you pick different paths and stuff like that—is is really there. But if you spent like so many, you know, hundreds of dollars on trying to get to the end of this game in one path, it might yeah. burn you out altogether.
0: I tend to agree. I think, yeah. It is long and the enemies aren't there isn't a huge variety like mean, there's a lot of variety of bosses.
1: Yeah, the bosses are probably the most interesting aspect of um yeah. of the character design.
0: Yeah, the bosses are cool. Like there's a few different ones. Like already mentioned the dragon at the end spoilers, but there's also like um a manticore. There's like a displacer beast. I think the Displacer Beast was in Tower of Doom as well, so it's making a comeback. Um there was like the Sorceress, there's like yeah, there's a bunch of them. And yeah. they're all like quite different. Um but the enemies themselves kind of... Yeah, there's like six of them and you kind of fight them a lot. Like, there's the cobble, the goblin, the gnoll, uh, if you will. Yeah, the gnoll. The gnoll. <laughs> it's like a gnu, but a gnoll. Um, uh, you know, skeleton and you know the usual, the usual stuff.
1: Yeah, the usual um, D&D fare.
0: It, the graphics are really nice. I think that m- makes sense given it was 96. So, it's late era. It's like the silver age of the arcades, I guess you'd say. Like, it was... Past its prime at this point, you know? Um, yeah, I
1: mean, by this stage, the PlayStation had just come out, like, either mm. early that year or, yeah. like, late last year.
0: Yeah, before. yeah. That was, like, and the last gold. Last time you you would probably go to the arcade and have fun would have been, like, the late 90s, right? Like, then it just kind of became ticket machines and bullshit. Yeah.
1: Um, I, to a certain extent, that is true, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, in Japan, it's a little different. Yeah,
0: Japan sort of maintains... I went to an arcade the other day and I saw a Street Fighter... Well, no, it wasn't even the arcade. I was walking past the Revolution CD or something.
1: Oh, <laughs> in Bo-Conan in Bo-Conan, and I was like, Conan, Yeah, yeah. And I saw
0: a Street Fighter Two cabinet, and I was like, "Oh my so, god, I've never seen one of these. I haven't seen one of these for ages." Yeah.
1: So um, that's a reissue, uh, that because okay. it's got a flat screen in it. Yeah. Um, what yeah. they did was they did like a three-quarter size one. So it's a little bit smaller than the original mm. cabinet and it's got like a little stand you can prop it up on so it takes up less room but it's got a whole bunch of those Street Fighter games in there. Yeah, cool. Um, and they did one for Ninja Turtles like the original beat 'em up for Ninja Turtles as okay. well which cool. I think had Turtles in time and the Simpsons Arcade and they, they mm. actually had the four-player ones. Nice. But they're a little bit smaller than the original arcade which you'd want because the original... Look, arcades are fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I own an arcade and they are fucking heavy. Mm. Uh, a four-player like ninja turtles game yeah one of the heaviest machines you're gonna get other than like like, a
0: dual screen you need like a team of burly men in high viz to like move one of those things yeah
1: there's there's no way
0: um i'm getting off topic because i want to talk about arcades in the life section a bit later on sure sure. um but i have i have things to talk about in that regard but i'm back to over mistara um so what's the things we like about the game and what are the things we don't like about the game I mean, don't uh, like, you start? What do you like and what you don't
1: like? Like, the, the beat-em-up aspect of this is quite... You know, it's fun. It's, mm. a, it's a Capcom beat-em-up, so it's definitely enjoyable. Yeah. It goes on a bit. Too long is the thing that I don't like. Yeah. Like, I do appreciate the branching paths. There was one spot in particular where you had to take a particular route in the, yeah. in the Labyrinth Forest or something like that.
0: That sucked. The yeah, Labyrinth area and was
1: In, like in the, the end, like, it, it said... Oh fuck you, you didn't you haven't taken the wrong the right path. Like you haven't figured this out, so we're just gonna attack you with a black dragon.
0: Yeah, it sucked. <coughs> <laughs> it was like I don't know if you've played games like uh Wonderboy in Monsterland or, or there are a few others where like, you know, you have to like leave you have to exit the screen in the correct way. They might give you like two options and if yeah. you if you don't take the right <coughs> path, then back to the start you go. And that's like really freaking annoying in a beat-em-up, which yeah. this the 'cause the whole idea of beat 'em ups is to like make you waste your money <coughs> by killing you. It's even worse when you have to go over the same spot like over and over and over again, and fight the same enemies over and over and over again. That was like borderline insulting. Um,
1: it, it was, and like once again, this is why it would it works better as a home release. Yeah. Like so, just for um, for context, Rob and I played this on my main machine, mm. which is an an actual sit down. It's basically a clone of an Astro, a Sega Astro City, with um. Dual joysticks on uh, on an angle, so you can actually sit down and play it. Mm. Uh, and it, but it has an original CRT. Like yeah. it's an RGB CRT. Looks good. Mm-hmm. It's emulating everything. Everything works really well, except for the sound. It's a bit dodgy sometimes. Yeah,
0: the sound can be a bit hit and miss, depending yeah. on the game. Like the <clears> game. This, this sounded pretty okay. There was a bit of left right channel weirdness, but it was mm. basically.
1: It fine. was sound. It was yeah. sound
0: enough. Um,
1: so we we played it on that. Um,
0: but we were also umming and ahhing whether we should play it on the couch because you have. You, you probably have it on your mister.
1: Probably. I haven't... Um, I think so. Mm. So I'll, I'll talk about that in the life segment. Yeah. They've, they've cracked a whole bunch of um, Capcom cores. Cool.
0: But we ended up playing on the arcade because we thought, well, this is the more sort of like true to the original game like yeah. experience.
1: And, um, you know, I do own this game yeah. on, uh, on Seeker Saturn as well. So it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm completely devoid of the original experience here or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I played through Tower of Doom on the Saturn. Yes. yes. I'm pretty think, sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Because we we did Tower of Doom on a very early episode of the show.
0: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> didn't you do that with Cody, actually? I think you might have played. You, Maybe you, I did. You, you, I think you did the Tower of Doom with Cody.
1: Yeah, yeah. You pretty boys uh, are all interchangeable. I don't, really, I don't really pay attention to that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, me and Cody are very, basically the same person. No, but <laughs> I always felt more. I always felt more solidarity with um, Uncle Stabo, but Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I,
1: I of similar personalities. Mine is definitely more similar to Koji's.
0: Yeah. But um, you know, we're all, we're a mixed bag. We're a mixed bunch.
1: Yeah. Um. So, what about you? What What oh. did you like? What did you hate? Okay. And would you recommend?
0: Uh, so I liked the graphics. I liked the more. There was more exploring going on in this game than in Tower. I think Tower of Doom kind of railroaded you to the Tower of Doom and then you spent most of the game in the Tower of Doom. There
1: were a couple of options you could go, but not as many as this one.
0: This one, you seem to explore the world a bit more and have a few Mm. more things to do before you get to the end dungeon. Whereas Mm. I think the first game was like, let's go to the end dungeon and then you get there and then it's like, I feel like most of the game takes place in the Tower of Doom in in, in that game. Um, So I like the exploration-y stuff a bit. Um, uh, I feel like there might be more... Choice and just little bits and pieces throughout the game, like just to, you know they added a few more items or a few more enemies or a few more bits and that, but yeah. um what I what I not like. I think the the, the combat was a little bit samey. Yeah,
1: I um, mean it's a beat-em-up. It, yeah, it, it's it, there's not a lot of variety there. You can do a couple of moves, like a couple of slashes and hacks and yeah. a couple of different button combinations, but once again, like when you're beating up the same enemy with infinite lives, you just kind of yeah. you just kind of get a bit Nyeh.
0: After I, think, a while. I think my main complaint is, like, the systems don't make a lot of sense to me. So, like, you got all your items. I was never really sure whether I was using them properly. And then there's also, down the bottom of the screen, you've got, like, the magical items that you're wearing. So yeah. you can also have, like, rings and, like, helms. And
1: and it will say, oh, my God, your your ring of protection is now yeah. broken. And you went, I had a ring of protection? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're not really the paying hell? attention to it. Yeah. And, and there's just systems. I just feel like I'm...
0: I feel like the game, one of the problems with the game is that it gives you systems that you're not really interested in using or that it doesn't signpost enough, like, why they're useful and, like, what you're supposed to, like, what the benefit you're supposed to get out of it is. And that might be just the fact that it's an arcade game. And back then, they didn't really hold your hand like that. Yeah. They just expected you to figure it out. They want your money. Um,. It's like how they didn't really always... You were lucky if you got a cabinet that had the moves for, like, Street Fighter on it. You know, yeah. Usually, you, you didn't normally have that info. Because games um, were
1: swapped in and out of, like, you know, you'd yeah. but you'd buy a board rather yeah. than, like, a whole arcade cabinet because that's much more expensive and then you'd swap them out. And, yeah. And you might get the marquee and the, and the move list, but then, you know, you have to swap the move list out for another move list and, it's, <clears> like, sometimes it's easier to plug it in your jammer. Yeah, exactly.
0: So I feel like that's one issue with the game is that it has, like, some systems that seem like they might be useful, but that I never, I didn't end up using because I didn't understand them, and I feel like it just goes towards like uh, beat 'em ups are a simple, simple game. AC, <laughs> beat 'em ups are for simple people.
1: Yeah, like which you, is why I like them.
0: Uh, and, but the problem is that they tried to complicate it with D and D stuff, and some of it worked, some of it didn't. And I think like the menu, they could probably gotten rid of the the menu honestly, and they probably could have simplified the magical items and the, like the shop as well. Like I would rather spend my money on getting a cool sword that's flaming or something rather than like buying six more daggers to put in my backpack and then forget that I have them. And then in the middle of a fight, go, Oh yeah, daggers. And then like, try and pull them out. So here's
1: the thing. Like Uh, when you cycle through everything, the combat doesn't stop. Like, you have to cycle through very quickly. You have to keep tapping the button, and then you you you, you know cycle to what you want.
0: Mm. It's
1: not it's not the worst system, but it's also not the best system. You need to kind effective. of set it up before you go into combat, because otherwise you'll just get hit.
0: Yeah, that's that's one problem. And then I just feel like they're not very effective. Like the they don't seem it doesn't seem to do much damage. Like no. the, the flaming oil sounds like a cool. Oh cool! I'll set my enemies on fire with flaming oil. But then when you throw it, it creates this like small patch of fire that goes away like way too fast Ah. it's nowhere near as cool as like the like the Molotov cocktails in like Final Fight or anything like that like it doesn't have that effect that you want so anyway but overall it's a fine beat em up with some D&D like spice on they they cracked some D&D pepper on top of my my beat em up steak and it's fine you know
1: would you recommend this game? Uh, yeah.
0: If yeah, uh, it's always qualified with these, isn't it? Like do you like beat em ups? Then yeah, yeah, check it out. Do you like D and D? Then check it out. Yeah. If you don't really fall into either of those camps, like meh. But you know, yeah, you could do worse for your first beat em up. If you like are curious to see what If you're D D curious. Yeah, if you're D D curious. Yeah, then you might wanna you might wanna give it a burl. This is your entry your entry drug into look, if this <laughs> is the entry drug into I D, D&D, I don't think it's really working for you. No. We're... That's definitely not <laughs> it's definitely not the marijuana of D. um uh, you can move on to the hard stuff you know? <laughs> um, but uh look you know it is what it is and 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 it's colorful fun like fantasy beat up and then if you like D, it also has that so yeah it's it's fine i think it's a good game i'd mm. probably recommend it yeah yeah how about you well
1: in my case i'm not really much of a D fan mm. um you know, and i you are talking to someone who has played it, and in fact, I've played it with the person across the table from me and gotten in a lot of trouble when I was young because I didn't take it very seriously. <laughs> uh, so, look, I would recommend this game, once again, on the proviso that you play it with someone. Mm. This game is a lot more fun if you play it with another person. Yeah, uh, I don't suggest that you play it all the way through. This is one of those pick-up-and-play games that anyone can play because you just need to know two buttons um at the least four buttons at the most and you can just kind of you know hack and slash your way through if you don't want to use magic or items or anything like that and it's just a bit of a you know out of all the DD properties this and tower of doom are the ones that i like the most of the D D world yeah
0: Oh, that's that's a fair review.
1: Yeah. Oh. And that's, you know, because I don't really like D&D and Magic, but I do like beat-em-ups. And this this was fun. This is a good beat-em-up. Yeah, it's a good beat-em-up. Yeah. yeah. So if you see it, if it's free, if you've got a mate with you, give it a go. Right. Uh, we've got a special treat for you today. I'm actually going to... We're going to double-team you, because we... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. You take the front AC, I'll take the back. <laughs> because... We didn't complete just one game today. We completed two games it's, today. It's a double two arcade feature. arcade games mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on my main arcade. And the second game we completed, to uh, which was just completely random that I found, and uh, the name just tickled me a little bit, <laughs> it is called Fancy World crisis on earth that's right yep that's right
0: fancy world also interestingly released in 1996
1: yeah two 1996 f- games rather a different game though i see. completely different yep this is yeah. um this is a single screen per level sort of game it is uh from a company which i've never heard of before and i think many this might be their only game or one of their only games yeah. called uh unico
0: unico it's a korean game developer yeah, yeah i've never heard of them before yeah no this is
1: it's a very korean kind of game in the fact that uh, people are watching uh, k-pop um someone sinister turns like is on the tv all of a sudden and mm-hmm. says you don't do what i say i'm going to destroy the world and then there is literally the picture of like a, a revolver against the earth
0: yeah there's like a hand holding a Pistol against a very worried-looking Earth.
1: At the, the sort of anthropomorphized
0: Earth that's like crying. <laughs>
1: um, and, then, and then the, the two main characters—they—they want to get back to their K-pop. So
0: yeah, that's right. Like, well, anything to stop you from ruining my TV. They yeah. don't care about the Earth being shot. They just want to see pop star McGee or whatever is.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know K-pop. <laughs> no, I don't. I am not going to. I really, don't like to make K-pop. I really don't like J-pop But I hate K-pop even more actually K-pop is one of the most exploitative things out there um, In terms of like It's like the way they treat their musicians And, and uh, talent and stuff like that They see the K-pop people will come after us right? mm, Well, they can come after Me, my name is Rob And here is my address <laughs> I, I, I personally love K-pop
0: Especially that one that you love too the, That one boy who's really attractive I also like him
1: that's a boy problem solved <laughs> okay so basically this is a single screen uh level game i'll uh um bubble bubble mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. this is kind of it is it's obviously bubble bubble inspired but this is more kind of closer to snow brothers yeah you stun you have a, a, a short range projectile you stun enemies uh, it's very cartoony.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there's like you, one guy, one of the characters is, is in a gi. The other one is kind of like in a little bikini and looks like a demon with horns. Yeah. Like an oni. Um, yeah, just a
0: karate guy and his, or a taekwondo guy, I guess. And mm. his fun demon girlfriend. They're out saving the world from being shot in the face. Yeah.
1: So you, <laughs> you throw your projectile. It yeah. stuns the enemies at first. And then you need to keep firing to kind of get rid of them. Something I did not know at the beginning of this, mm. was that if you hold the button down, you have a special.
0: Yeah, a special move. Yeah,
1: and we never tried that. We never... We, never,
0: we, we beat the whole game without using our special move.
1: We did. And why is that,
0: Rob? Because uh, it's a very fucking easy game. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. It's extremely simple. Like, you keep... wait. I kept waiting for the game to, like, have something, like, more but it just never did it was just you shoot your enemies like three times and they're dead and then you shoot another enemy until they're dead and and the
1: the level design for each and they're only single screen levels like it doesn't scroll yep um, are very simple platforms you can you can go you can press down crouch and jump and you'll duck down to the below platform so long as it's not too thick um, there are three or four bosses, but you go all over the world.
0: Yeah, that's right. You start in like, uh, the UK, yep. and the backdrop is like the London Bridge. Yep. And then you go to... like um, Tower Bridge, yeah. You go to like, Tower Bridge. Sorry, thank you. The London Bridge fell down, don't you know? <laughs> um, And then you go to... Um, I don't know.
1: I think you somewhere. go to Athens, and yeah, you Athens, go to Holland.
0: Holland is the second level. Yeah, it's windmills. And then we got to Australia, and things took a dark turn. So Australia has like the Sydney Harbor Bridge, which is not the problem. That's fine. But then that was the... Level- that happened to be the level where they introduced the kind of, like, extremely stereotypical, like, savages with grass skirts and bones through their noses that you mm. have to fight.
1: Yeah, and they, they do appear in levels after that. It does appear in levels
0: after that, so I'm like, well, maybe that was a coincidence, or maybe that literally was meant to be an aborigine,
1: and that's mm.
0: fucked up. Um, not, it,
1: wasn't, it wasn't a good moment in the game.
0: Yeah, uh, that was, like, pretty bad. So, um, yeah, I can't excuse that shit. Uh, but, look... What I was going to say about this game. Um, it has bosses.
1: Um, and it has a boss rush at the end. But it has no actual end boss. No, you, <laughs> d- you, really don't, you don't beat the guy, at, like the, the white-haired yeah. evil scientist dude. You I just kind guess. of beat a two-headed dragon, yeah. which you'd fought before. And then it goes... It shows you, uh, like, both characters lying on a beach. Yeah. And, and the earth is, like, in the corner, like, jumping up and down. Yeah, it's really that,
0: that really weirds me out. Because, okay, if the earth is there, then... Where are, where are they? Where are you? Like, what planet are you on? Mm. <laughs> so, so many questions.
1: Um, look, to be fair, I have not played too many Korean arcade games.
0: and no. look, it was very simple. And after D and D, it was a nice like palate cleanser yeah, it because was. it was extraordinarily easy. There's no menus. There's no magic. There's no like. We items. used a few
1: credits, but that's because we were getting a bit lazy more than anything else. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it just has that kind of Snow Brothers or or. Um, Bubble bubble. bubble bubble kind of gameplay, but mm. even simpler. Yeah, you know, because it doesn't have the rolling them up mechanic or the or the b- popping the bubbles mechanic. It's just shoot them until they're dead. Shooting three
1: times. Yeah, um, you stun them, and then they can get. Oh, and if you do take too long on a level, and this is how you know they've played bubble bubble. A ghost will appear out of a door, and it only happened to us once mm. because we couldn't figure out how to get to a particular enemy. What's your favorite enemy in the game, AC? Uh, probably the two-headed <laughs> dragon, because when you kill both heads, it looks just like um like four legs and a butt. <laughs>
0: Just looks like a, a big turtle bum. I like the dogs with the in like little
1: overalls. Yeah, they're kind of cute. <laughs> they also have this guy that we call Trace a bullet, a reference to Calvin and Hobbes. Like, yeah, look like a noir detective kind of guy who just like shoots. Yeah, projectiles it, across the screen. It's
0: literally like a guy in like a grey trench coat with a fedora with a handgun. It's, it's yeah, it's very. Um, mm.
1: And that is the end of. Okay, no, quickly, mm. like one sentence. Do you recommend this game? No, it's terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you it's
1: fucking brilliant <laughs> If you ever see this in the arcades Take a picture and send it to me yeah. Because I can't imagine this arcade game Like we are probably the first people to talk about this game yeah. In years Yeah Like this game hardly exists It's extremely obscure Yeah it's obscure If you see <sighs> this in the arcade I recommend you give it a go Just to yeah. say that you've played Fancy World It's a great name isn't it Fancy World Yeah You know yeah. We, we tried to look for reviews on this online and we found... I only found one. Yeah, you, the one that you found was actually really good. Yeah, it was,
0: like, really long and, like, someone played the hell out of it and, like, had a lot of thoughts, like, pretty similar to ours. Yeah. In that it was kind of stinky. Um, but, it's yeah. Not, it's
1: not a bad game. It's just, yeah. like, if you go to an arcade in 1996 and you can choose between um, right. Shadow over um, Mistera or um, fucking... Uh, (laughs) fancy Fancy world World, colon earth of crisis (laughs) i was trying to remember what the colon bit was i remember fancy um look two extremes Mm. like that is that is a late 80s game at best with early graphic like early 90s graphics at most so uh with that out of the way we, we just couldn't not talk about Fancy World. Yeah, have about Fancy World. It's important. <laughs> um, what has been going on in your life? Oh man, it, it has been it has been a dog's age. We won't spend too long on this because no. we still have a quiz. It's, so. been, it's been
0: five months, and I don't want to spend a whole. I don't, don't want to cover everything that happened to me in five months.
1: No, but
0: um, maybe I'll just focus on like Christmas and New Year stuff because that was sort of recent. Sure. Uh, and my birthday too, because that was relatively recent as well. So. I'm going to keep it games-related, AC. So, um... I turned 40, as you did earlier in the year. Yeah. So now I'm officially aged. You are. And a lame wad and a boomer and everything. <laughs> so... <Boomer>. Um, <laughs> You're allowed, to, you're allowed to say okay boomer to me now And I can't argue with that I have to be like yeah I guess I am a boomer now I'm
1: pretty sure a boomer is not, is a generation not an age like, but, not, um,
0: Yeah look you know young people Just assume yeah. everyone who's over 30 is like a, who, has, who has a bad <laughs>
1: opinion of Or doesn't know what's going on in the world is a boomer yeah, There's yeah, young yeah, cool people
0: who get it And then there's boomers who are lame and old AC Yeah um, yeah, yeah. That, that, Don't know that, shit about shit That does describe you and me yeah. that's for sure <laughs> that's pretty, I definitely don't know shit about shit Um uh, and for my birthday, uh, my darling daughter got me... Well, when I say she got me it, I mean, she went to the store and Johanna bought it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, She got me Mario Odyssey for my birthday. Very good game. Which was great, because originally I think she was going to get me Ring Fit. Because she saw... The, this is what happened. So the story Ouch. is... Yeah. This Ouch. is The story is that she saw the Ring Fit ad on YouTube, because... I don't know if you know this, AC, but Nintendo has been pushing Ring, Ring, Ring Fit hard on YouTube. Like, there's a lot of no,
1: Ring Fit I have ads. No, ad, I have ad blocker on, so yeah. I don't I don't see any of that shit. Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> maybe if you're a, a lame boomer like me doesn't know shit, you wouldn't have ad, ad blocker on. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to watch the scrappy ads. Um, So my daughter saw the Ring Fit ad, like, several times and thought, oh, that looks good because I'm five and I'm very impressionable. So she went to Joanna, do you think Dad would like the Ring Fit game? And then Joe would, like kind of steered her towards... Something that wasn't fitness related Because I'm not going to work out That's not going to happen
1: um, As a 40 year old man I, no, I object to working out That's
0: right I got the, I'm working on my dad bod over here Got to eat more chips Way ahead of you buddy <laughs> So um, so I didn't get Ring Fit I got Mario Odyssey And I think it was a good choice
1: um, That is definitely the, the better of the two In your particular Yeah It was really
0: fun. And I played it sort of with Ruby. Like, there is a two-player option. I didn't do that, though. Because I understand the other player can use the cap or something. But I thought that sounded a bit, you know, lame. So I played a single player, but I passed the controller to Ruby every now and then, which she really enjoyed. And she basically does what she normally does in games, which is, like, she has fun dicking around. But then when it gets at all hard or there's a boss that looks at all intimidating, she hands me the controller and goes, Oh, you do it. Um... But we played through. We actually got through the whole game while she was with us because we had her all of December. Oh, yeah. She went back to her mum a couple days ago for like January. So we get basically we get her for her December and then her mum gets her for January and then we swap. Um, but I was really happy that we managed to beat the game while she was with us. And she was really pumped when we beat Bowser and went to the the Mushroom Kingdom at the end of the game.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that's a very special sort of thing, isn't it? Like yeah. He, because you, you, you do Bowser's palace,
0: And then you go... It, it tricks you.
1: Yeah, because I thought
0: that was the last level. It and got then me. you go to the moon. Yeah, the game got me. I was like, okay, Ruby, it's the last level. We're going to beat Bowser. And she was also pumped. And then, like, she went to the moon. To the and I was moon, like, Alice. What? Both me and Ruby were, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my God, the moon. And then you're on the moon and you're like, the gravity is different. Yeah. it yeah, was so fun. Yeah. it's It's a really... Really fun game. Probably the best three D Mario I've played.
1: Um, Possible, definitely my favorite three D I mean, Mario.
0: Mario three f- D World was pretty fun too.
1: That is a that is a good one. That is a really um, good solid and game and
0: more in the spirit of the older games. I think. Yeah. Um. But this game was a lot of fun and it kind of I think it kind of made me feel good about three D platformers in a way that I haven't for a very long time. Like mm. it's probably the first three D platformer I played for a long time, barring <laughs> Mario three D World. That um that made me feel like yeah 3d platformers are actually pretty cool like this they did it well they, i mean they
1: did they, they've learned a lot of lessons yeah they they learned some stuff from uh, mario 64
0: there's still some perspective things that fucked me up yeah,
1: yeah yeah like they've obviously learned since then um they they took a look at um, mario sunshine chuck that in the bin didn't learn anything from that don't need to <laughs> they learned don't do that ever no one what they
0: learned was never speak of that game again yeah basically um, I really liked New Donk City, of course. Yeah,
1: that is everyone's favorite, and the jazz. Yeah, the, the jazz, the jazz bit. Yeah, that's you, funny. like you were aso- you like um, assemble like an entire the like band. band yeah, and, and you play like as the original <clears> like little Mario on the screen. That's really good. Yeah,
0: that part when you actually yeah when there's the performance and you're yeah. doing that yeah that was fun.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, but some of the other levels are really charming too, like the water level, like the beach level was really fun with like oh, the yeah. octopus sucking up the
1: water.
0: Yeah, Ruby really enjoyed that level. And, like, swimming around as a little fish. Um, she loved the capture mechanic. And, like, some of the things that made her, like, laugh the most was, like, capturing really weird things. Like, capturing the, the T-Rex or capturing Bowser at the end was, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, we were,
1: oh, when you had to We escape, were both freaking yeah. out.
0: Like, oh my, I didn't think that you would get to capture Bowser. Like, I, of course, sitting here, I'm like, well, of course they would do that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. At the it's time, really I was like, yeah. wow! You know, um, so that was a really great, I think the ending of that game was really good. Basically, just what a great what a great experience. Um, I'm I'm kind of keen to go back and play more of it, um, just to dick around a bit. But but I feel like that that playthrough experience is like pretty good. I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling a massive urge to go and get all the moons or anything like that. Um,
1: well, so you're you there, there new pretty level. much saying what I said like yeah. three years ago. I think when I got this game, yeah, yeah, like two or three years ago. I can't remember when. Yeah, uh, I remember getting this game, and I pretty much said, oh my god, it's so amazing. Like you know the. Um, the capture mechanic and like New Dog City and yeah. like the two D bits. Um, I don't think I said the um, the ending.
0: No, but, I feel like I can spoil it now because it's been yeah, like, yeah. For it's, a while. it's been
1: a, it's been enough time since yeah, it, that's for sure. Yeah, but the other thing is that like you'll probably do what I did, which is after you finish the game and you had this amazing time, mm. you'll go back and you'll dick around in some of the world, and mm. you'll dick around in the Mushroom Kingdom mm. um, at the end of the game. And, you know, you'll, you'll meet Peach in some of the other ones. Mm. But you'll find that your motivation will drop fairly steadily after yeah. that. It's like, unless you're like a super hardcore completionist and you mm. want to get every moon and see yeah. every little thing, it's like, I think I've seen these worlds enough.
0: Some of those moons are pretty annoying to get. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to do... That over and over and nah. over again. Like some
1: of them were like quite frustrating actually. Um, I wasn't so good at the controls. Like yeah. I could capture things but I couldn't like... I was not very good at like spinning my hat and then jumping on my hat and like bouncing across and you stuff can jump like that. On the hat. Oh, there's like some mechanics. There's a lot of can... mechanics that I am yeah. sure I've
0: only touched like 10% of the actions because yeah. there's that menu where you can go and read all the actions you can do and I went there once and I was like, "Oh my god, there's so many things you can do." And then I probably have used like 5% of that to get yeah. through the game.
1: Yeah. That's what it is. Because it's
0: need. Nintendo and they don't, they don't they don't like make you <clears throat> It's not Super Meat Boy where you have to fucking play the shit out of it to get past it. Like yeah. they yeah. let you lazily, you know, lazy it's you. a fun afternoon. Yeah. Ruby, I think playing it with Ruby was really fun because that was her first proper Mario game, you know, <laughs> and like it made it made Mario Kart make a lot more sense to her. Like, cause she played Mario Kart first, and saw all these weird characters, and then when we were playing Odyssey, she was like, "Oh, there's Toad," you know, or like, "Oh, you know, well, blah, 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 there's Bullet Bill," you know, like that kind of it made sense to her suddenly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was really into the plot. Like, it's so funny because it was such a simple plot, right? Yeah. But like my sweet daughter, who's five, is six years old.
1: Well, she's just, never experienced it a Mario Well She knows. Game.
0: She she feels a lot of just from playing Mario Kart. She feels a lot of emotional connection with Peach.
1: So when Peach <laughs> the get, princess, yeah. So
0: when Peach gets, yeah, because my daughter is like a, a pink princess Barbie girl, like ballet. She's all that stuff, you know. She's getting it into horses. Um, just
1: throwing it out. I there. I know. it's all Um, uh, I'll
0: talk about that later, actually. But um, we, uh, yeah, she was really into this idea of we've got to rescue Peach. You know. Yeah. Like he's in. She's in trouble. So whenever there was an option to do something other than progress the main storyline, she was like, No, no, no. We've got to get Peach. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, it's like,
1: like she thinks there's a the timer. Yeah, like, the yeah. more we delay, the the bigger chances that she, that Bowser's actually gonna marry Peach.
0: So like every time I went off to do a <clears> like a side thing, she'd be like, What are you doing, man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was really The fine. princess is in danger.
0: Yeah. She loved the, the, the brutals. The the baddies that like the, the rabbit rabbits. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she thought they were really cute. Like it was a it's a great game for kids. Like all Nintendo games are, you know. Like.
1: And if if you know anything about Japanese culture, you yeah. know, you knew that, like, you knew that they were going to go to the moon mm. because Japanese people always say that there's a rabbit in the moon. Like that's right. Like in Instead cra- of the man crazes, on the moon, they yeah, see the rabbit. They in see it. a rabbit up yeah. right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Moons are associated with rabbits, rabbits. And vice versa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She thought they were really cute um, and funny, and for some reason, she was obsessed with the girl. The girl one. <laughs> She's always like she always latches onto the female character, which is <laughs> of course she would, you would. Know. Yeah. Um, Relatable uh, yeah it's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing like for me to play through that game with her and like share that with her and like she just see how happy I was with the gift that she picked for me. It was like quite a good like bonding experience actually yeah. So that was really really nice. Um, uh, slightly a step down from that in terms of enjoyment but still fun was taking Ruby to the arcade in Griffith because we went to Griffith which is a country town. For Christmas and New Year's so. That's where my partner the Joanna yeah. family Are from They
1: have an arcade there
0: They do Wicked uh, They have like a bowling alley <clears throat> Oh okay It's like one of those it's, yeah. it's, it's actually like a movie theatre mm. It's one big building Movie theatre Arcade Bowling alley
1: And that's the only place in town
0: Yeah that's it That's, like, that's it that, That's your one choice You know Um the arcade it was actually not too bad, like because Ruby was super pumped to go. We went, we went to see the new Sing, we went, we saw Sing Two at the movies, which is like, Sing Sing. It's like a musical, okay. like with like yeah, animated yeah, musical thing. Um, yes, yeah, so it was fine. And then we went to sit to the arcade after, which Ruby was really excited about. And we got like a like a super session thing. We got like a card charged up for like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then oh, went around cool. like just mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch we of games. have one of those kind of things in Canberra as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: and it's like you know it is. Arcades are not the same as they used to be, A.C. No. I, mean, I feel sorry for my daughter, like... Because the games she really likes are not the ticket machines. She doesn't actually enjoy
1: what, the, the ticket... Trying to play these and losing or only getting, like, yeah. a couple tickets and to like, get, like, a fake mustache or something. I
0: feel like... I don't know. I think it's probably... Okay. Why did this happen? Why did arcades become ticket machine places? I think it's because ticket machines make a lot more money. Yep. For the for the owners. Yeah, of course. And kids are dumb And they like Kids are stupid They'll do whatever You know chomping on a cigar yeah. <laughs> They don't give a damn And it's kind of true but, They don't they don't realise What they're missing out on
1: Yeah you know? but like all, all Pretty much any arcade um, Experience you can have now Is Like you can definitely Duplicate at home now Yeah Like there's, there's nothing Back in the old days It was like It was the most amazing thing That you saw super Because the graphics were amazing like, yeah, yeah Like Street Fighter mm. 2 On like the Super Nintendo Like that's the most Incredible thing ever It's almost like the arcade game but you knew you mm. knew that the arcade game was still superior yeah and yeah. even through like the nintendo 64 the ps1 the arcade, know, like, tech the still arcade kept was ahead. still a little bit ahead but mm. year 2000 dream you know like 99 2000 dreamcast they started releasing this thing day and date on on you both know, systems, On, on yeah. both arcade and, you know, on the home system. I feel
0: like PS3, PS4 era, that's when it died. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Or way before that, probably. Yeah. PS2, I, th- I still think there was a reason to go to the arcade in the early early 2000s or late 90s.
1: Late but, 90s, yeah. Early 2000s, it was getting harder. Yeah. It was, they I were definitely... It's that combo, massive, right? Yeah. Like,
0: it makes more money to have ticket machines. And yep. also the appeal of an arcade machine is a lot less mm. than it used to be. But I, I do feel sorry for her because the, the things she loves at the arcade... And not the ticket machine. She likes, she likes the shooter games because there are only a few games at arcades that are still proper games, yeah. and they are like shooter things, yep. like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Seems to be everywhere. Yeah,
1: I've seen that around. Um,
0: sometime there's usually a Time Crisis or like a uh, like Lethal Forces. kind of like thing. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she really likes those. And there's like a Mario Kart. Thing, which she enjoyed too but it wasn't the the newest no, one no. it was like an older
1: it's a, it's a Namco one oh, ah yeah, yeah the one that they have in there is not available on home systems mm. and it is done by Namco who yeah. still have a so um just a little bit of history for you Namco what are now known as Bandai Namco um were really massive plays in the Japanese arcade scene mm-hmm. and, you know, all over the world as well. But when you think of Sega versus Nintendo in Japan, like in the arcade, it was Sega versus Namco. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, they have a whole bunch of uh, characters in the Namco a uh, Mario Kart that are like Pac-Man is yeah, there. Yeah, Pac-Man's there. Yeah, yeah. And they've also got um tai, uh, tai, 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 Taiko no Tatsujin like the the drum guy. Yeah, like yeah. the drum guys on the on on the course as well. Yeah, yeah. So and these are super popular in Japan and they've mm. never been released on a home system. Mm. So
0: Yeah. So there's the one that Kingpin is is a, a new one. I think with the one that we've played at Kingpin yeah. in the city was like a pretty new Mario Kart. This was like an older Namco Mario Kart the one I played in Griffith. It yeah. wasn't I was like, "Oh, this is definitely not Cutting edge technology. This is like an older game.
1: Yeah, but it was, like few, the, think, it was still, it was still the Namco the, yeah.
0: Mario Kart. Those are the ones she really liked, and she liked the Space Invaders, the new Space Invaders game.
1: Oh, the one with the with the guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've I've played that one a few times. Uh, That's really cool.
0: But then, like the ticket machines, really disappointed her, and I just it was one of those times where I'm like. I should, if I could just transport you back to the 80s man Or the 90s You know what I mean? Like she'd have so much fun Well I mean next um, time you bring
1: her around I'll just turn on the arcade machine And she can yeah. play Pac-Man well, she'd, be, like, she'd, she'd be
0: blown away by that yeah. Honestly, She'd she be can... like oh, You've got an arcade machine in your house? <laughs> um, but I'll tell you a couple of games That are actually pretty cool That I hadn't seen before And one of them That I was not expecting to enjoy But actually really did Was like a knockoff Jurassic Park game Jurassic Park shooter So you they had Jurassic Park Yep and it's that you know your shooter and there's like yeah, a, yeah
1: it's kind of like you're in a vehicle
0: yeah it's a rail shooter right yeah. then they had this knockoff dinosaur park <laughs> thing you know like Dino Land
1: you know? Cretaceous Cretaceous park Cretaceous Funland or whatever you know Cretaceous Funland anyway it's it a was, lot like Aladala Funland yeah both are pretty much from the same area. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it kind of smells the same too um, uh, anyway it was it was actually pretty cool because what it was was um, it was like a on rails, shooting with dinosaurs. Yeah. The gimmick, mm. which blew me away, was that you're using water guns that shoot actual water, and then it hits the screen and it registers the hit, and it's oh. and it's using the water gun. And then when you get like a power up, it shoots a lot more water out of it. It was really cool. And then like it must it must have like a reservoir below it, it where must it's collecting siphon, all the water, and yeah. it's just going through it like a. You know, maybe I have to top it up at the end of the day and like pour a couple of jugs of water into it to keep yeah, it going. Well, you probably would because you know water there's does. Dissipate. At, I was noticing
1: that it was splashing all over the place. I was like, "There's a lot of electronics around here," but um, it's, it's probably it's. I mean, like there's a reservoir, but it's probably got a hose connected to it or something, yeah. or like there's probably got like a massive tank at the back. But that's a really cool mechanic. And it was like, like I'd like to see that. And the guns were freezing the
0: the dinosaurs, so when you mm. shoot them, you're shooting water at them, and then like you see them like chunk up with ice, and then they shatter. Oh wow! Okay. And you're like, yeah. Okay. I was Like this is pretty cool. And like that was one of the few things at that arcade that I was like, all right, arcade's in 2022. Like, not like what I remember, but there's something there, you know. It's that's not... that's
1: definitely a new novelty which yeah. I've never really seen before.
0: So I really enjoyed that. I have to tell you about that. I was like excited to tell you about the water gun.
1: I kind of I, I want to play that. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Maybe like hydro dino or something like that. That's yeah. what I would call it.
0: that that would be a good name i don't think it was called i think it was something really generic like dino uh, shooter or something (laughs) shoot the dinosaurs i don't know um but it was it was like it was a pretty mediocre shooter but and it had that gimmick yeah you know because
1: Uh, when you fire something like a water pistol and you can feel the there is like there's a tactile feedback sensation yeah yeah which they've tried to duplicate in the past in arcades with games like um with uh with like point blank with the games that actually like the slider would, moves. yeah the yeah. slider like the, the glock would kind of like move back and forth as you fight each shot mm-hmm. and would also it, it looks cool but also makes your gun just that little bit more inaccurate
0: yeah that's right it probably helps them to make more money out yeah it, of it. does yeah. it's so
1: cool oh my god hang on i can't shoot straight
0: but um yeah that was pretty fun and you know from the ticket machine she got a few bits and bobs like a princess tiara and like a wand thing that she's really happy about oh that's good um and she doesn't know how much it costs Like me and, me and Joe were like It was 50 bucks for that You know like But when you're a kid you don't Yeah
1: honestly. but you know You and I would have played You know like so many games And had nothing to show for it at the end Like we would yeah. have been penniless
0: She got like a bunch of um
1: Penniless chumps Mentos. who had played She got a bunch of
0: Mentos And some no. like And some crappy toys And she was happy with that Yeah, yeah. Well, to, was her, they were, to her they were great I shouldn't say crappy Because yeah. like to her they were like wonderful
1: That's good then That's That's um, what you want
0: uh, so that was that was kind of fun. The only other game I've been playing much over the holiday break is... Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time. It's been a while since we've recorded, but I got a new Shantae game. Except oh, new. yeah, I
1: think you did mention that, yeah. When
0: I say it's new, it's new to me. So I beat the Shantae game that was on like the, the, the Game Boy Advance, I think, because they released that for Steam a so while back.
1: Game Boy Color, yeah.
0: Because there was the original Game Boy Color. The, the yeah. original one, that, not that. There was a sequel for Game Boy Advance or Nintendo DS or something that I... Played. It was a, definitely a handheld ported to Steam, but it wasn't the original Shantae. Okay. Like it was th- called, like, Shantae and Risky's Revenge or something like that. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't the first one, because it was no, like it was the, referential the, to, like, an older game. The whole game was like, remember the thing that happened? And I'm like, I don't remember the thing that happened.
1: Nobody remembers <laughs> the thing that happened, because <laughs> Shantae... Okay, so Shantae is one of the rarest Game Boy Color games yeah, you can yeah, get, because it's right. it's one of those games that was so late in the cycle mm. that it was released... After the Game Boy Advance came out. Yeah, But right. also the Game Boy Color. It yeah, was yeah. so low production run, but it was actually a really good fucking game. Mm. And that is why uh, Shantae for Game Boy Color goes for so much money, and that's what a lot of retro gamers are kind of referential about. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a... Uh, I, I've played it on 3DS. Like, I bought okay. a copy for 3DS. Yeah, Like, yeah. just on the virtual console. Yeah, okay. I don't own an actual copy of that. Mm. It's... let's Let's look that up, actually. I yeah. want
0: to know, because, like... Yeah, the game I played first, that I talked about like last year. Shantae. Is called like Risky's Revenge, I think. And that's game not Boy. the original.
1: Um, no, no, that is different. Um, so the. Yeah, hmm.
0: so 2002 Game Boy game is called Shantae. It's just called Shantae. Yep. And that's the one that you're talking about.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, that's the original game. And yeah. then like eight years later, for some reason.
1: But it wasn't GBA, was it? 2010.
0: Rescues uh, just- Revenge came out with DSi DSi okay there you go alright yeah. so it's a
1: it's a digital game yeah it came I'm out for pretty DSi. sure it wasn't on um, GBA so it's a DS game basically
0: yeah. yeah and I could tell it was DS because I was like it, had, it was really pixelated and like you could tell it was originally like quite a low resolution screen um, I enjoyed that game a lot and then uh, I've been like giving it a break I didn't want to play another Rich Shining game straight away because they're like they're kind of like very simple Metroidvanias you know like without any of like the complexity of Metroid or or Castlevania but like it's that kind of a thing it's an open world where you have to get a power up to unlock new areas and things like that kind of more akin... it's actually probably more like Wonder Boy 3 than 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 Metroidvania like it's that it's like a very simple platformer with an open world.
1: Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not particularly complex in no. systems like Metroidvania would yeah, be. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then so Risky's Revenge was like, was fun. And that's one where you can turn into different animals and things like that. Um, which was cool. And then I got this new one called, um, well again, it's not new. It came out in 2014. And it's called um, uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse.
1: Yeah, that's the newer, and one. The new one and yeah.
0: then there's an even newer one that I haven't played yet. That's like came out like two years ago, I think. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm saving that. I wanted to play this one next.
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing how they started um, out like with this this. Like, this game that was hardly known mm. and wasn't even popular until a decade later when everyone started collecting for yeah, the Yeah, it's Boy, popular you know. now. It's really weird. Like, mm. it's a funny thing. So, yeah, limited edition games are re-released Shantae. How much um, does
0: Shantae go for?
1: So, I was the flicking through eBay and they're all limited run games. Like, mm. they're all the limited run, like, Collectors Edition, Sealed with Card, blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't find an original one. Until I, or a reproduction, Come until here. I saw this one here for, jeez Louise, one thousand six hundred and seventy-six dollars. Jesus, that's a markup. And that's the only one I can see on eBay at the moment.
0: Because that's the kind of thing you need to get to complete your Game Boy Color collection. You yeah. need that game. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like
1: this was like three to four hundred dollars, about seven, six or seven years ago. Yeah. When I was like looking, and I was like, "That's too expensive," and then went up to five hundred, and then seven hundred, and then yeah, like because like they kept releasing games, crazy. There you go. Yeah, and it is a good game. Like, don't don't buy no the original (laughs) card unless you see it for a particular (laughs) bargain somewhere. Do not buy it.
0: Yeah, no, that's interesting because I I knew there was this history to the game, and I I had this feeling, I I had a sense that it was a handheld originally. Yeah, Um, but uh, yeah, enjoying risky's revenge it's quite different to no what am i playing i think i'm playing no the pirate's curse that's the one i'm playing now risky's revenge is the old one pirate's curse is the one i'm playing now and it's quite different instead of having this mechanic where you turn into different animals you're collecting like risky boots who's like the pirate girl her like stuff and when you get stuff that she dropped in different parts of the world you get power up so like the hat lets you like float her like boots help you to like do a charge attack. Mm. And if there's different attacks you open up, like the floating thing obviously you can jump further. You can clear gaps that you couldn't clear before. The charge attack you can smash through blocks and there's blocks throughout the world that you have to smash through to like open up new areas and stuff like that and it's it's it's, it's an interesting different take on that on that game that I'm I'm enjoying a lot. And you know, it has its usual uh what do you call it? like fan service art and stuff like that. It's pretty mild though. She's
1: the she's the half genie? Yeah, that's right. Um, there's a lot of
0: bikini girls In this game There's yep. a, lot of, a lot of Like perky boobies If you're into that um, Which I am But the main reason To play it I mean it's, there's way more fan y games Out there This is not You don't play this game For the fanservice You play it because you like You know platformy y games Yeah and it's, a, it's a well
1: done platform And, it's, and then it has a, That a, little Retro style
0: Little sprinkling of service on top
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um yeah, I'm enjoying that. I uh, haven't finished it yet, but I'm pretty close to. I think I'm up to like the last area. I think I'm very close to finishing that game, so that cool. should be fun. Uh, and then other than that, I've been playing my usual crap like FTL and Rome, <laughs> which I won't go on about because you've heard me talk about those games before. Uh, but they are sort of my comfort games. So that's me. That's my game and life stuff mm-hmm. out of the way. I had a lot of fun with my family at Christmas and... Um, and so forth, but I'm not going to bore you all with that. <laughs> so AC, so what have you been up to over this holiday period?
1: Um, you, Look, we had a good time. Uh, we went to a place called Naruma, which apparently I haven't been to since the eighties. I don't remember when I must've been there with my family. If mm. I would have been, which would have been the last time, which was, you know, over 30 years ago now, 35 years, most likely. Um, and, you know, it was, we had a good time. It was raining a bit, but like we chilled a lot in the hotel room and, mm. I bought the Mr. along. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, so I played a, a few games there. The most interesting thing to say about that, though, is that um, I suppose May played as her first video game character. Mm. And I'm not going to say she played the game. Look, it's so difficult with sight-impaired kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, the, the, the TV I connected to was actually quite, like, was, like, on a, a wall mount, mm. so it wasn't. I couldn't bring her close enough. Mm. Um, but I did say I would play with her, so I turned on the Sega Mega Drive Ooh. and put on Sonic Two. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. So she so can be Tails. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a two-player mode and a one-player mode. Mm. Uh, the two-player mode um, is a split screen where yeah. you play as Sonic. And tails, you're like racing each other, right? Oh no, you are. You can race each other, but yeah. you're also you can also interact with each other on each other's screens. Okay. Um, the one player mode is just Sonic, but Tails is always there. Mm. If you grab the other controller, you can control Tails. Yeah, I used to love that. I thought that was so cool. And yeah. you know, if Sonic races ahead of Tails, which you will, <laughs> Tails will just kind of catch up. Mm. Now, did May really do anything mm. productive in the game? Not really. Um, but you know, we're also talking about a sight impaired kid who was kind of like holding a, a controller and like pressing buttons. Like in the, I was using a, a, a USB satin controller. Oh yeah. And even then those, those, it's a bit big for a five-year-old. Yeah. yeah so she yeah. was manipulating knuckles and I think she could kind of see knuckles moving about on wow. screen. And she was like, oh, but she, she kind of has to look like really closely at the, um at the controller and then kind of up at the screen so it's hard it it is very hard but she she played her first video game and i got me wondering whether a lot of like younger siblings were like the very first character they played in a video game was that version of sonic 2 Mm -hmm. and knuckles where they don't really they don't harm you Mm. By, like, and they can tell that they're doing something on the screen. Yeah. Uh, but their efforts are mostly inconsequential. Like, That's, you can you can still help and you can still, like, you know. Collect rings for Sonic and things like yeah, that. And, yeah. And, like, you can, you can defeat enemies and stuff like that. But if you get knocked out, he won't die. He'll just kind of, like, be knocked back a bit. Um, it's actually
0: perfect for that younger brother or. It, it really is. Of, that yeah. younger
1: sibling or first, like, first time video gamer yeah, sort of thing. So, I, th- I just got me wondering, like, how many people, especially of our generation and slightly younger, Mm. Was that their first uh, interaction with a video game? Because I think this is more or less May's. There you go. Um, The other thing I will say, we got a kiddie pool out the back. Oh, fun. Uh, And one of the things that I really wanted to get May, Maria was a bit iffy about it, Mm. was a water pistol. (laughs) Yeah. So we got two water pistols, and I said to Maria at the time, we got them from Toy World, very basic stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, Maria, do you want one of these? And she goes, no, I don't need one. (laughs) <laughs> famous last words <laughs> <laughs> you end up shooting her all along. <laughs> <laughs> look I'm not proud of it but I am very amused by it <laughs> So, uh,
0: She'll come up with a super soaker and just own you all.
1: <laughs> she really should have done that from, from the get go. So, the one one of, my, one of the, the few gifts I have in life mm. is I'm really good at water fights. Yeah, I right. am incredibly accurate with a water pistol, uh, and you know I'm not afraid to get onto the roof with a hose. That was always
0: the pro move. <gasps> You'd be chasing your mates around the house and some bath would get up on the roof with a hose and yeah. just ruin the
1: whole game. Yep, basically. I, you know, I'm also not a I'm not opposed to picking up like an entire kiddie pool and dumping it over someone. As I said, very good at water fights. Oh man. I'm actually a very good shot as well. Um so but we had to tell like May like May kind of grips the gun with two hands and then squeezes. Mm. And, you know, because we had like the little portable speaker system outside, we had don't fire it at us, don't fire it at me. Like we would fire each other and then I'd accidentally you know, or not accidentally. I, <laughs> like, she was being annoying, so I, you know, squirted her in the face, and then of course that became a thing. <laughs>
0: uh It's just wholesome Australian yeah. summer fun.
1: Yeah, it is, and she yeah. really likes it, and yeah, she wanted yeah. to do it with her friends and stuff like Aww. that. And so you know, it's
0: water fights are good. It,
1: yeah. Water fights are pretty harmless fun, even if you squirt a kid in the face, like, or you know, yeah, which we did yeah. with our little brothers all the time and child now. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, it, 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 the, the effects wear off pretty quickly. I
0: think that I think I suspect my partner's stance will be no water guns in the house because uh, she's very anti like gun toys and stuff like that. She no, and even swords and stuff like that. I am yeah.
1: too, yeah. Well, not swords, but like you know, like I I don't like guns. I don't like real guns or anything shaped like a real gun. Water pistols, though, it's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, like on a hot summer's day when it's like thirty two degrees outside, you know, squirting a water pistol. You know, yeah. in a kiddie pool, that's pretty fun. back
0: memories. Hey. Mm. Do you know what was like? Always my.
1: This is just, this is
0: totally just. We're gonna talk about water fights for a bit now. um <laughs> One thing that, one weapon in water fights that is really underrated is just the ironing spray gun that your mum has, and you turn it to like straight shot. You turn it from from mist to like. You're using straight. an iron? No, no, not an iron. Like the the, you know, you can get like a from Kmart or bw double. You can get like a a, a spray thing. Like a water oh, sprayer, like a spray bottle, spray bottle, and it just sprays like okay, spraying yeah. water onto your ironing. Okay, water. yeah, yeah. But then you can twist it to like a straight shot, yeah. And those things are way better than your standard water pistol, like your standard plastic green or this classic green or orange little like wall, you know, that like, looks about the size of like James Bond's gun in the old movies.
1: Yeah,
0: they're rubbish compared to like one of those iron ironing spray things. <laughs> like, I would get that. Just turn it to, like, straight shot. And it's, like, like it's got, like, five ten meter accuracy. Like, that's, like
1: that's such a bogan move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my parents couldn't buy me a, a Super Soaker, but oh, I did I mean, get this. I'm sorry,
0: we never had Super Soakers. Hey, yeah, because they were, like, expensive. My parents would be like, what's the point in spending money on that? Go to Clint's and get you this $2 thing that sucks. <laughs>
1: My parents did actually get me and my brother, like a, uh, uh, it was like a few years after the Super Soaker fad died down, and they were yeah. like, because they, what there was like different models of the Super Soaker. The first one was called the Super Soaker 50 because mm. it could allegedly fire up to 50 meters, yeah, that's which a, that is was you false. know 50 because, feet perhaps? Yeah, yeah 50 feet, but you you had to pump like the gun, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. you had to pump it a lot be- and build up water pressure before you could fire it, mm. and like my parents. And this is, like, a few years after when they obviously dropped in price. They did buy us a Super Soaker 50, one each, for mm. Christmas. And, yeah, my my brother and I just went nuts in the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those were, like, uh,
0: like a high-value present back in the day.
1: I mean, for, yeah. for the Australian summer. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you want to go... And it's perfect. Like, this is what your parents didn't consider. Mm. Like, for a bit more money they were spending, mm. like... You know, you feel like you you have, like, a powerful toy, and you can't squirt it in the house, so your kids are going to go out the outside and just play Genius. with each other. And, That's the smart thing. Yeah, and they're just going to, like, shoot each other all day long and giggle and, like, occasionally cry, uh, but they'll be out of the house. Exactly. You, you got rid of them.
0: They should have thought of that. Because, yeah. like, yeah... Yeah, they were, they, were, they were always too cheap to get me like the proper super soaker. Because they were like, well, what's the difference? And yeah. I'm like, there's a big difference. I'm getting owned out of here. <laughs> I'm
1: getting yeah. shot to pieces. Yeah. So <laughs> here's, here's the other thing about Australia, um, especially in the area we grew up, is like you play with the other kids on your street. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if they have better toys than you, you are fucked.
0: Yeah. like, the ward, like I was up against people with Super Soakers with my little crappy like $2 yeah. thing from Clint's like the little wall for PPK and thing for the
1: most of my childhood so was I yeah. uh, and that's why I became such a good shot with a water pistol like you know my brain would automatically calculate like the, the amount of fire plus the arc <laughs> and like you know and how many shots I had before I had to refill <laughs> yeah. it like I had to be really like really callous and calculating with my water pistol oh
0: man just reminded me yeah with a spray bottle that was my like go to because I didn't have a Super Soaker <laughs> anyway yeah um all right that that
1: was fun that's good yep um i'll mention briefly that the mister uh the mister has or the the people who are working on the um the mister cores Mm. which are all you know open source they've managed to cat crack the capcom some of the capcom cores so last time i updated my mister it took a about an hour or so now, and I went, this is taking a, a lot longer than usual because you, you just press update all. Mm. It updated all uh, and then there were a whole bunch more arcade games uh, including Street Fighter 2. Mm. And I went, oh, wow, because before they were like 80s, very early 90s. Mm-hmm. They've cracked this core. Uh, the last time I updated it, it took about four hours to update and I went, this is nuts. What is going on here? And it was downloading all these new arcade games. Mm-hmm. They have managed to crack a whole bunch of the Capcom cores from like the mid-90s. Yeah, right. So you can play Alien versus Predator now. I'm pretty sure you can play the DD games. Mm. A whole bunch of those really powerful sprite-based games from that era. Yeah. You can play them like pretty much one-to-one on the Mister That's now. Yeah, which is really cool. That. I don't know if they're like seriously one-to-one. One of the problems with a mister is that you have to fiddle around with the controls, like kind of reset Mm. things depending on what controller you use and like kind of say, this is what this button does. You need to map a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of setup. There is a bit of setup. Mm. Uh, It's it's probably not as complicated as I'm making it out. It's just complicated for me because I'm an idiot. But (laughs) the arcade, like the the Mr. Arcade cores, which they've been cracking recently are super impressive. Um, Apparently they've started work on a PS1 core. Okay. With some success cool. so far. So that might actually be a thing, which I am mm. I think is really, really awesome. I hope I don't run out on my crappy like 32 gig card anytime soon. <laughs> like You wouldn't think so, but god damn, was, was it downloading a lot of arcade stuff. Yeah, right. There you go. One of the things that I was playing on the Mister is actually another GBA game, oh, okay. which is quite rare. Not as rare as Shantae, but it's very late in mm. the GBA cycle. And it's based off the Wendy the Witch character from the Harvey comics. Like oh. a little girl in a red dress who was like a witch, basically. Okay. And this is called Wendy Every Witch Way. Huh. And the gimmick for this game is that it's actually quite a competent platformer. It's not particularly difficult because it's for, you know, it's kind of aimed at a younger audience. Mm. However, the one thing is that they reverse gravity. Ah. So you will have to go to the roof. And there are all these different uh, enemies which will reverse as well, but then they'll be knocked out. Or like the lava will reverse sometimes, but some of them won't. I know and so- a game with a similar mechanic to that. Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. It's Not the most original thing. We're talking about McKids, McDonaldland.
0: Land. <laughs> we said we wouldn't talk about McKids in this episode, and here we are. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. This is this is a bit more fun than that. Like it's yeah. a bit more competent. Uh, and not that McKids is McKinsey isn't actually a bad game. No, it's it's fine. It's good. It almost feels fact. like they
0: got a different game and just put a McDonald's yeah. skin on it. Really. This
1: one, it, rather than you have to hit a block and everything reverses, mm. like you can reverse any time you want. Oh, you have it, to it press will. up and jump or down and jump. Yeah, yeah. And like it's built into the mechanics in a way that you have to like jump and then reverse halfway through. Hmm. So rather than going up, you kind of like go up and then down or yeah. down, then right up and okay. like avoid enemies and stuff. Cool. It's a really clever game. I got through most of it, but then I got to one of those stupid like puzzle sections where you need to find your way through a labyrinth by like going up and down and up and down and up and down. Yeah. And I got, it got to the point where it's like, I've been playing this game for like an hour now. So it's like how much do I care?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So
1: that was, that was a good kind of like physicsy, like easy tool to hmm. learn. Cool. Um, I've also built a new PC recently. Yeah, uh, friend of the show, the E-Man. Uh, so, uh, the E-Man was very generous in that he got a new video card, and he decided to give me his old video card, which mm. was, a, I think, it's a ten sixty, which is about five years old. Yeah, but still a lot more competent than the other video I think card had like that I had. The like a seven of, or
0: something or other. Yeah, so that's a nice upgrade. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So, I decided to upgrade the rest of my computer. I got mm. a new motherboard. Mm. I got a new CPU. Yeah um i got a new nvme drive to put everything on Mm -hmm. the setup the the physical working on like setting like physically building a new computer like Mm. i could keep my old case because it had all of like the the case was fine yeah yeah so um i took everything out of the case and then uh, and then the e-man instructed me on how, you know what to do like he mm. told me what to do and I just kind of did it but I, I found that bit really enjoyable yeah it was the software part that you know pissed both of us off yeah I trying think. to get like,
0: Windows installed
1: so it turns out Windows is more like a virus <laughs> than you think it is because I had an old SSD which was like a 125 gig which would have been like you know $500 back in like 2012 or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah and that's what Windows was on mm. on my old computer right now I'm going to keep that and plug it back into the SATA drive you know installed windows on the nvme drive like it got mm. a one terabyte nvme plugged it in and then it boots immediately to the um the 125 original oh, that's so on the sata and it's like we, we couldn't find a way around it for ages like mm. and, it, and uh, the e-man eventually figured it out and you know he he fixed it all which mm. was good mm-hmm. Um, but we—it's just funny that Windows like is smarter than you think it is, and it yeah. won't uninstall itself. Like it'll go, "Fuck you! I'm I'm here now. This is my drive. I'm staying, you <laughs> bitch." Uh, so uh, yeah. it was, and it was good that it, that was the way it happened because it turns out I needed to still get a whole bunch of other stuff and passwords and stuff from that drive.
0: Yeah,
1: right. So now I've kind of got two Windows drives, but I've tr- I've huh. transported most of it from the old drive to the new drive. There you go. It turns out, like, a lot of my old Steam games I was looking forward to playing aren't very taxing at all, because, like, I couldn't play very taxing games at the time. Mm -hmm. I still can't play super taxing games now, but it's a hell of a lot better for the past five years of gaming than it was. Um, So I decided to kind of test things a little bit, and I downloaded... Uh Halo Infinite multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. How's so, that been going for you? Hmm. Um I'm very bad at Halo Infinite. <laughs> this is this is just the multiplayer. Like yeah. I've been playing online. I haven't played online with anyone since PUBG, I think with you. Yes, yeah, like a
0: few years ago now. Yeah. yeah. Like four
1: or five years ago probably. Yeah, twenty
0: seventeen or eighteen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pr- probably twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah. Um and you know what? I'm very bad at video games. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I did get a couple of kills. Like, mm. I've tried most of the multiplayer ones, like the first one where you need to get to an area and stay there for a certain amount of time, and, like, um, I am an idiot because I tried playing with a controller because I actually have a Halo Xbox One controller, which I found, oh, okay. like, really cheap. Hmm. So I went, not oh, I'm going to play with the controller bad move yeah you stupid idiot because everyone else is using mouse and keyboard <laughs> yeah because it's so much better yeah, yeah exactly yeah. because it is so much better so I, I switched to that i got a few kills i played with a team in the bot round and mm. like we actually won a game there i'm super tempted to say that it's rob banding you so it makes you feel like you're doing a good job yeah. but yeah i'm very bad at multiplayer games like i you know i got one kill but i got killed like four or five times but i was still proud of that one kill so
0: that's my experience. Every time I try and play Battlefield, or something, I go, oh, I might play a new Battlefield game. And I get it, and I just get my fucking ass handed to me, and I'm like, that wasn't fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I've been sticking with it. Like, I've played it three times. Mm. So, You know, like, well, more than three times. Like, you know, several different modes. and Yeah, cool. I'm enjoying it. I'll probably probably play it a bit more. Fun sci-fi
0: weaponry and stuff like that. Uh, I've just got kind of a variety of different laser guns. Yeah,
1: <laughs> look, I'm not great at Halo games in general, mm. but... This was in the Zeitgeist, and I happened to be there at the time. So yeah. it's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in. I'm yeah, gonna sure. test out my PC, and this is on the lower end of the graphics because it's a super new game. But mm-hmm. it was fun. It cool. was actually really fun. Other than that, I'll just say that um, I got Zelda Game and Watch for Christmas uh, oh, yeah. from Santa, quote Very unquote.
0: Cool.
1: Uh, and I'm back on my bullshit because I've been playing Link's Awakening
0: because it's got
1: <laughs> Zelda, Zelda Two, Link's, Link's Awakening, and I just went to Link's Awakening. Oh,
0: uh, yeah get the witch and then the the fox and the,
1: yep. uh, the yeah yeah it's, it's it's super just like a whole bunch of fetch quests like yeah that entire game is just like one big giant fetch it's, quest it's with a, a few dungeons in it it's a good game
0: but yes once you sort of see what it is you're like oh, yeah. oh okay yeah um
1: it's just it's my favorite Zelda game I think or no, Zelda well, Breath of the, of the Zelda Wild Zelda. is probably my favorite it was
0: my first Link's Awakening was my first yeah Zelda. it's
1: my first as well yeah yeah, yeah. You never forget you first yeah other than that, I just played a game called it's not even a game, it's just free on Steam called Chill Corner. Oh, okay. And it's just like a room with like someone coding or like typing on a computer looking really relaxed. Huh. And it just plays like lo fi tunes on it. Huh. And you can just leave it running in the background. It's like a like a window huh. kind of thing. That's kinda of fun. <laughs> and you just kinda of leave it running while you like you can set it to like activity mode or chill mode or relax mode or or like coding mode like when you're like coding and it has like different soundtracks for each huh. and it was yeah I just left that running for a while you you earn chill points for every minute and then you can like get you can decorate your room with like different things and put things in there and change your character and stuff just a super like, weird chill thing like that I thought passive, I saw out there,
0: like into like a screensaver.
1: <laughs> it very much is like a screensaver. It's very much not a game. Just like a interesting thing, a slight interactive experience. Kind
0: of reminds me of that very popular YouTube stream where it's just like the lo-fi hip hop that people put on when they're studying and things like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I've like,
1: done that before. Yeah, yeah, you
0: put on that, like the, the girl, It's like the image of the girl with front of the, the window and she's yeah. doing her homework. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
1: There's so many of those. Like mm. I listen to a lot of like um, acid jazz. Yeah. And yeah, there's it's definitely in that format. Hmm. So that's basically what I've been up to. Um, yeah, Like there's other stuff that's going on in my life right now. Um, just mostly work stuff that sucks. But yeah, I don't
0: can, even
1: think about work. Yeah, we can't really talk about stuff like that. Everything else is going well though. May's uh, going into kindy next year.
0: Yeah, she's gonna be at school. Yeah,
1: five days a week. Very proud of her. Yeah. She's, uh She's going to start learning Braille, which means we probably also have to learn Braille. Yeah,
0: just say one lesson ahead of the kids. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, Braille is so difficult. <laughs> it's so fucking difficult. Anyway, with that, I believe that you have a quiz for me, quiz boy. I do, because I am the quiz master. That's what I've been calling you all these years. <clears throat> uh, master of quizzes. Ma- that's right. Master of wizards. That's what I've been calling you.
0: Yeah, that's it. I'm a dungeon master and a quiz master. And also...
1: Um, is, is there... Okay. Is there a dragon master? No, but
0: there ought to be. It was a good <laughs> joke. It was a good I joke. A yeah. joke.
1: But but then I went, "Hang on. There's a there's a dungeon master. Is there a dragon master?" <laughs> is, is that the ultimate goal of D&D? G- like he's been he's been controlling you all all along and just writing these textbooks and saying, "You all work for me, suckers." You've, sold you you've sold are the
0: dragon me. master. And like you is like in all caps like in those like uh, um own adventure games. Oh god. You can be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have 10 questions about Dungeons & Dragons for you. Oh, no. Andrew, AC, Yoshimura. But I made it a little bit easier for you because I know that okay. we, need to, we need to, like, you know...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got
0: to set the bar at the right level. We do. Um, you enjoyed thinking about owlbears a lot, so I thought <laughs> it would be fun to do a quiz based on D&D monsters. Oh, no. So this is a quiz where I read out the name of a monster. I say it's true or false? Yes, you get okay. it.
1: Okay, all right. it. Some of when them are you. made
0: up by yours truly. Some of them are real... This Monsters is a good. This is a good concept from the Monster Manual. So we could we
1: could call this D and D or DUD, D and D or D and don't. <laughs> um, right. Both of those <laughs> good names. Uh, all right, question. That sounds like a sex move. It's like, hey baby, how about some D and D? How about some D and don't? <laughs> all
0: right, question number one. AC, is this d and D monster? Dragon turtle. No. no. Incorrect. That is a real D and D monster. Jesus it's a big turtle What lives under the ocean And is a dragon
1: <laughs> So Koopa What you're describing here Is Koopa
0: like, you know Bowser from You know that um, island From like um, Sinbad That's like People like they Or land,
1: from um, Golden Axe They
0: land on it And they're like Oh this is just a place To like have a nice meal And then it like Turns out that it's The, the shell of a giant turtle Well it's that
1: Okay okay That yeah. sounds yeah That's Golden Axe as well Like that's a mode of transportation Yeah that's right Yes the giant turtle Yeah man I'm remembering that now hmm.
0: Alright question number two Is this a real D&D monster? Living rock.
1: <laughs> yes. No. False. That one's
0: made up. <laughs> living rock is not a. There's no living rock in the... There might. There might actually be an alive rock, but it's not called a living rock.
1: I don't know. The, the names are so fucking just a stupid. Fucking, you, know, like, you know
0: that. You know that bum with the bum with antenna from like. Mark Alex, Alex kid? kids. Yeah. That little Rock that moves around. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, question number three: Yellow mold. Is yellow mold. Definitely, really that's 100% stuff. real Yes, correct Okay. Points on the board It's, it's you fighting a mould It's like
1: you, Oh my god, it's not just normal If you've ever had mould in
0: your house You know what it's like to fight mould <laughs> Do you have to fight it? It's, plus an experience points for calling the guy with the bleached gum and the
1: mould just, just a guy with some spray and wipe is yeah. just there like firing Ah, uh, you got Rising oh, Damp Oh <laughs> shit, I only, I only fired a what I only like rolled a one Psst. Yeah Shit, it's spreading.
0: Yellow mold is a thing.
1: Uh, number four. Mm-hmm.
0: Wear elephant. Like, you've heard of a wear wolf.
1: True. One of them said true. I'm, no, I'm I made not wear elephant.
0: <laughs> That's fake. <laughs> but there is wear tigers and wear rats and shit, okay, well, dumb shit yeah, like that. But. Yeah, see? Wear elephant, no such thing. That's completely silly. <laughs> wear tiger? Sure. Wear elephant. Get the fuck out of here.
1: That's stupid. <laughs> I kind of of want (laughs) to see a were-elephant. What? Isn't it? No. I Google were-elephant, nothing came up. Okay, I'm calling bullshit on this because, like, a woolly mammoth is a fucking (laughs) were-elephant. Calling it right now. Does it turn into a human and full moon or something? I don't care. (laughs) They're probably hunted to extinction because they did that.
0: Uh, They always turned into people and didn't turn back. Question number five. A shambling mound. True, 100% true. Yes, that is a real D&D monster. It's actually a rather difficult monster as well. It's one of the more dangerous ones. A Shamb- shambling mound. Just because it's so random? It's just so dumb. I, I've heard it described as just like a big mound of like earth and like soil and like with like branches sticking out of it or something. <laughs> apparently that's a really hard monster to fight. Okay. Um, question number six. Axe beak. Is an axe beak okay. a real D&D so, monster?
1: Axe beak sounds like... Not a monster, but the, the name of one of, like, a character mm. or, like, one of the head monsters or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say it's false.
0: Uh, axe Beak is a real D&D monster. <laughs> for fuck's it's sake. It's like a bird with, like, a beak that's shaped like an axe and tries to hit you with its axe beak and, like, hurt you with it.
1: This is the stupidest fucking shit. <laughs> <in my life.
0: laughs> it's a great game.
1: <laughs> Question
0: number seven:
1: Why don't you run out of these? That's what I want to know.
0: Oh god, There's just so many. <laughs> I was spoiled for choice. Question number seven: Elf dragon, elf hyphen dragon. False. Yes, that is false. There is no elf dragon. There is, however, a fairy dragon, but an elf dragon—that's silly. Why would there be such a thing? Question number eight: <laughs> El- Elder brain. An elder brain. Ah,
1: uh, this sounds too much like mother brain from metroid mm. elder brain i'm going to say false
0: <laughs> elder brain is real <laughs> <laughs> fuck it's a, it's it's the it's the uh yeah i'll get to it um, question, i'll tell you later question number 9 mind flayer false mind flayer is real <laughs> <laughs> the elder brain is the boss of the mind flayers <laughs> you already won this now they're like, it's a big dumb brain. <laughs> it's like, you know that brain in like Futurama that controls the little brains?
1: That's where they got that from? No. Yeah, kind of. It's the elder brain. Um, we don't have to listen to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer in charge. Question number 10. Final question. Yep. Creeping moss. True.
0: 100%. False. That was <laughs> a made that one up too. God damn it. it just goes to show how much effort they put into these things. That, like, I could just think of something in two seconds and it sounds exactly like a real thing. Yes.
1: Yes, because at the end of this game, you got seven. Yeah. And I got three. So you are the winner of this game. But are you really? Are you really the winner of this game? I know the most about Dungeons and Dragons. I'm the real winner. You fucking
0: nerd. <laughs> oh, jeez. And with that, we hope you've enjoyed listening to episode 107 of Game Life Balance Australia. Produced and starring Robert Bailey, uh, co-written and co-starring <laughs> Andrew A.C. Yoshimura, sponsored
1: by PepsiCo. Oh, God. Do, drink delicious Pepsi. Do not drink Pepsi at any temperature. <laughs> drink delicious Pepsi. Not at room temperature,
0: not frozen. Right. Drink Mountain Dew. Drink one of the other. Sun-kissed. Okay. Mel- okay.
1: <laughs> but Mountain Dew isn't even a fucking drink. It's a radiator fluid. <laughs> Why do people, like, not realise that this is... It makes sort of st- your nipples glow. shit that you put in the front of your car, you're not meant to put it in the human body. <laughs> Jesus Well, if Christ. you do put it in
0: the car, it makes it go a lot faster. <laughs> it's like nitrous. Just pour it right into the gas tank. That's
1: my recommendation. <laughs> okay. All right. Safety warning. Like, do not pour nudge <laughs> <laughs> into your gas tank. Radiator probably won't do any harm. <laughs> gas tank, do not do that. Sponsored by PepsiCo. <laughs> Oh, you're all idiots! <laughs> Why am I trapped here with you people? <laughs>
0: we'll see you in six months for the next episode of Game My Balance <laughs> Australia. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, Rob. Yeah. Just, just as like a last thing, mm. do you have that review of that? um
0: Oh, of of Fancy World.
1: Yeah. Just, just read the the first paragraph of that. Oh, it's really
0: good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Um, I think whoever wrote this deserves a. Pull it up. Uh, the, the, it's from vgjunk.blogspot.com yeah okay they're geniuses uh, fancy world colon earth of crisis i'm tired of this dismal planet this grubby orb of shame and regret we need a new world a brighter world dare i say it a fancy world i'd love to tell you that korean developer unico can offer that world with their 1996 arcade game fancy world colon earth of crisis but this is merely a subpar arcade platformer <laughs> And we'll do little to help forge the world we deserve.
1: <laughs> just which a is,
0: great then. Which is
1: kind of like the motto to Game Life Balance Australia: <laughs> don't drink Pepsi.